When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am drinking a little wine, though. That's not something I normally do during our sessions. Oh, but... oh I like. But I, I, I came from a. I like. What do you like? <laughs> European Edwin, just drinking wine on the recording. Yeah. Drinking wine on a Wednesday. I'm in the midst of a siesta. Don't tell my wife I'm drinking on a Wednesday. We often, no, don't worry. I don't know her. We, uh, we, we often don't start eating until well after midnight. <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs. Or Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and sous chef, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, general manager at Chili's. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Can I get some cheese whiz or hollandaise? No, no, no <laughs> cheese whiz, no hollandaise, no chocolate sauce. Just eat it. Come on, here comes the airplane. There you go. Open, open into the hangar. There oh. you go. Yeah, eat it. Put it in your mouth and just eat it. Take God, it. I hate it. I don't care whether you hate it. You said <laughs> you do it. All right. <laughs> eat it. Eat it. <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week, it's time to raise the stakes. We're talking about food and drink. <laughs> uh, this is an episode we've teased for a while. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, season four, season episode, four episode, one. episode one. After that, we'll head to the conference room and we'll finish up with some listener-provided trivia. Uh, but before we get into it, let's start with a little housekeeping. What do we got, Alex? Um... First of all, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. That was last week. Hey, happy uh, Thanksgiving. And and as we look forward to Christmas, uh, we might we might have some special stuff coming up. And this is what we do: we tease ideas and we never do them. That's what our show mm-hmm. does. <laughs> um, but we have been very active on the Patreon, uh, so a plug for that as always. Now is the great time to join. As as uh, you know, we donate to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund throughout the year. We'll be doing our big holiday donation coming up soon, and we don't we donate a portion of all of our proceeds on Patreon to that. Um, <clears throat> so get involved, uh, get busy with it. We uh, uh, patreon.com slash Michael Scott join five dollars a month. That's going to get you a lot of stuff. That's going to get you. We have thirty mailbag episodes now. 
Whoa. And we've been doing them once a month. So that's probably like 60 <laughs> so, to 90 hours of content. That's two That's two and a half years. I would say, years. yeah, anywhere between 100 and 500,000 hours of, of recorded <laughs> audio content. Yeah. Uh, it's, how, it's many, all how many questions do you think I that do. is? <laughs> I mean, every time we do, what, 40 to 50 questions yeah, probably? Something like, yeah. It's impossible to say because there is no Wikipedia entry for MSPC <laughs> Patreon questions. I know. But if you're... The holidays coming up if you're like man I, I wish i've run out of episodes listening to how these amazing three guys mm -hmm. uh <laughs> you know there's so much more just waiting there for you for five dollars uh it's really we should really raise the forget raising the stakes let's raise the price on our patreon <laughs> my god uh we never no, will it's like the costco never hot dog it's <laughs> a constant and yeah. we never um, will and we know we didn't release a main feed episode last week. But we did release our Patreon episode for November last week. So something you can jump yeah. in on Thanksgiving special over two hours this time. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's been all, it's just been a lot of fun. So we, we answer everyone's questions who submits every month. Uh, and, and we asked, you know, we ask our, our Scott's tots our, or we ask our patrons for episode ideas. We get them involved in the show where we can. Um, so, and this so is really one that. that that I feel like people on Patreon have pushed for a while. Um, this too. is yes, it, it came up again this time, and yeah. we just said, you know what, we're doing it. Let me give you a couple ideas too that <laughs> that people have thrown out for uh, our our wonderful tots for some main feed apps. Uh, this is a good mm -hmm. one. Uh, an episode about Michael as the world's worst confidant. I think that'd oh. be great. <laughs> there's there's actually a lot of That's there's good. more than you think. That's uh, women's appreciation episode. Uh, we've we've been asked to do. Nice. Uh, someone said do a That's What She Said episode, which we've already done. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. mm -hmm. uh, check that out. And then um, uh, someone said to do an entire trivia episode of Edwin's old-timey newscaster persona recapping iconic <laughs> sports moments. And Sean has to guess what he's talking about. <laughs> That's really going back. I haven't done that it's voice going in a long way time. Back. Uh, And then finally, uh, as we do occasionally drop bonus content to our tots, uh, including... Season two of our Ted Lasso uh, series. That's uh, right. There's been a call out for for a mini uh, White Lotus uh, episode series, which Sean uh, and I I'm, are way into. We're into it. We're gonna get Edwin into it, and maybe we'll and do am... a little a White Lotus Christmas special. So if you're watching White Lotus HBO's show, which you should, season one and two, go ahead and catch up. Plenty Very of time. Very good. Be ready for it. Coming. Speaking at of you. catch up, let's talk about food and drink on the <laughs> yes. office. Yes. That's why Edwin um, is the only salaried member of this podcast right there, folks. <laughs> I think you mean salaried member. But the reason that we Fuck wanted off. to talk about food and drink on The Office, uh, this has been a topic that's been uh, brewing for a long time. It's something that we've alluded to wanting to do, um, and I'm glad that we're finally doing it. But food and drink on The Office has a really unique role. It's kind of like a vehicle for jokes. It's a conduit for a lot of office parties. It has a very specific role early in the show. And then, of course, it provides some of the funniest and most memorable moments in the entire series run. So I think we're going to start with a couple of themes and ideas, and then we'll probably just evolve into remember this moment, um, <laughs> yeah. some of our favorite moments. But um, either way, excited to uh, jump into it with you guys. I think maybe to start us off, we can talk about how food and drink appears on The Office in the early seasons. I think one thing that happens as the show begins is that food and drink is kind of a way that characters express themselves. We're still getting to know the characters. We're still getting to know the ensemble. Um, we're still in like a very, very standard office environment. We don't know these characters yet. They haven't. It's not nearly as bright and and loud as it is in the later mm -hmm. seasons. So when you think about in the pilot, um, Pam's mixed berry yogurt 
Um, you think right. about Jim's ham and cheese sandwich from the early seasons. You think about um, the Kevin's stapler and jello. The stapler and jello, exactly. It's just kind of a, it's just kind of a way to add detail and color to the show in the early seasons. Mm-hmm. Stapler and jello, maybe the most iconic office image there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, For that's sure. not a, that's not of a character of like of 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 something people yeah. worldwide would recognize as ah, that's an office. That's well, yeah. Office. Yeah, and I wonder too. I mean, it's like that's something that was in the British office. I wonder if it's in every single iteration of the office that's ever been. It just seems to be like a joke that needs to be there. Whereas, like, the Dundee is very iconic, but only for the American version, you know? Right. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the first first episode, UK office, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. I think, um, too, you think about Dwight using the water cooler as a way to uh, bring office <laughs> conversation closer to himself. Um, it's it's kind of deployed for jokes a lot early on as well. And when we talk about getting to learn the characters or getting to know the characters, a big example of that is Michael. I think uh, the Hot Girl episode where he talks about the coffee machine, the espresso machine is the prize, being addicted to coffee and um, trying to use that to get closer to Katie. Um, <laughs> Ryan and him cleaning his car where they find... The All the flat fishes, the blue blast <laughs> sports drink. Um, it's just ways to kind of show the depth and the strangeness mm-hmm. of Michael Scott Even, um, before also, we know him that well. Also mm-hmm. in season one, like healthcare, uh, using ice cream sandwiches as a, like a as a as a prize or as like, hey, here's what we all get, <laughs> and it's like, it just sets the bar for Michael Scott. If like he's gonna let you down, like ice cream sandwiches to him are a very big deal, and they're not. Uh, or Count Chocula and Count Chocolatus. <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> Another piece of it is we're in this office world. It's kind of like pizza parties in grade school or middle school, where yeah, it's just kind totally. of this like very, very small treat. Um, yeah. Or as I mean, Kelly I says, lit. I loved it in middle yeah. school. I love a pizza party. It was very exciting. Think but about in season up. eight. I know I'm jumping ahead quite a bit where Kelly talks about how you need to have more than just pizza to have a party. <laughs> yeah. Pizza, <laughs> pizza party, pizza party. Uh, uh, yeah, early on too. I mean, I mean, my mind goes straight to the injury, uh, where you've got uh, Michael says that he, you know, really enjoys waking up to the smell of bacon, which is the whole reason that he burns his foot, grills his foot, um, and uh, and then later too, you get you know the the foods that he thinks of as you know sort of medicinal pudding and fresh yams. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the uh, egg sausage McMuffin that he makes Ryan uh, get up get to the office super early for. Take and your then, pants you know, off, like, run around. Take your pants off, run around, whatever you want to do. You know what? I'm I will just going to go take a nap in my car. <laughs> you know what I will say? That egg sausage McMuffin that early in the morning when no one's even in there yet, that does sound nice. That's actually... That only, sounds nice. That's, that's the right time. From yeah. McDonald's breakfast, followed I mean, by a nap in your car. I I like all of that. <laughs> like to start my day off with a little McDonald's and a nap with a hearty bowl of Jan. Wake up and it's seven thirty. Wake up and drive home. There's something. It is that super early morning, like between five and seven, is like the mm-hmm. only time I'll ever eat McDonald's really, and it's rare. Mm-hmm. But usually, it, lately, it's only been if I if I have a super early tea time, like way out on the west side where all of our friends play, and it's like an hour drive to get there. <laughs> I hit the McDonald's going down Powell, grab myself a little <laughs> little sausage McMuffin, and uh, mm-hmm. hit the road. It's it's good for me, uh, you know. I love it. <laughs> it's good for me. Yeah, <laughs> sue me. 
I yeah. uh, I kind of in that same vein. I feel like the airport is kind of a, a place yeah. for McDonald's breakfast. Early, early flight. Super and, early. And that's what's open. Yeah. It's but early, I think it's early enough where you're like, I, my body has all day to process this. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Michael's. Yeah, I think that's exactly what Michael is thinking as well. He's like, he's like, Ryan's going to love this. He's just going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's surprising Let's, he didn't have Ryan get one for himself, like get two. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. that one's for you. Just oh, like yeah. he does to Aaron later. Job well done. Is that when he takes the <laughs> is that when he takes the muffin off the sandwich too and goes yeah he carbs. does yes yeah. carbs yeah 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 and then that bite is, anyway watch those carbs. I mean I think that's a piece of it too is that, like so much of Michael's food choices kind of paint his character in such a strange way. You think about tomato bologna and ketchup as like the party sub oh, for yeah. his birthday, um, the donuts that he rejects Toby from on his birthday. Um, <laughs> That there's just like there's such a weirdness to him and his taste um, that oh. comes up th- like all the way through the show, all the way through the show. Dinner party. He dips his food in, in wine because he has soft teeth. Glass of sangria, bag of vegetables before you know it, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> and we've mentioned mainly savory things for Michael, who I would say is mainly known for his sweet tooth. Like he has mm-hmm. so many crazy. He has a he's you know, there's a lot of Michael that's still this arrested development of a middle school boy. I think he's kind of still stuck there and he eats that way too. I mean, the guy, I mean, fun run, he gets a, he tries to get, I think that deleted scene where he tries to get a lollipop from the doctor. (laughs) He's still trying to get suckers from the doctor. Like he's, he's he's just looking for candy. We're first introduced to that. I think in pretzel day, which is another great, um, Mm. uh, defining character moment. Um, when, uh, you know, we get, we, we get to see Stanley the most, energetic and excited he's ever been um, uh but michael gets to the front of the line and he reads off all the all the uh toppings he can get and he asks for the works and the look on his face when the the vendors like the works like it's not it's nothing out of the ordinary like michael's yeah. accepted he's welcome here his kind and uh he's genuinely pleased about it and then which leads to Maybe my favorite office food related moment on the show is just the quick shot. It's just Michael doing the one pump hey. up on his yeah. chair. He just does the one step He's got and comes back down. Rush. I just love it. I love it so much. Michael has kind of a more is more mentality on food. You think about the uh, the his coffee order when he goes to meet uh, Pam's landlady for the blind date. I think it's hot chocolate with... Oh, was yeah. it caramel and a shot of peppermint? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> like it's just more is more, more sweets, <laughs> more flavor, more more sugar, more everything. It, all the way up sugar. To a, yeah, every morning, um, or the family sized chicken pot pie that he eats. Yes. Uh, and then immediately goes to sleep. He puts in the surplus. He puts sugar in diet soda. He's pouring <laughs> so <sugar>. casually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, scotch and Splenda, of course. We have is fits in here too um <clears throat> yeah uh also when when michael is uh more is, is nervous or or you know doesn't know what to do in uh, the michael scott paper company arc he just makes piles of french toast towers mm-hmm. it's true until he or gets egg in his crocs yeah. <laughs> yeah it just keeps going i wonder yeah. if uh he got that from Dwight or vice versa, because Dwight is also known, I'd say, for more a more is more mentality with providing food. Uh, I think the plates of bacon specifically, but we can talk and we will talk more and more about Michael's tastes as as we kind of progress. But I guess I think 
maybe trying to keep it in line with the arc of the show. Sure. Are there more food and drink moments from early on in the show that kind of stand out to you? Um, I'm thinking of the like because when they go to uh, early in the season when they go to Chili's or early in season two, I should say, when mm-hmm. they go to Chili's for the Dundies for uh, in the client, um, there is just like it's just kind of a unique inclusion that kind of adds a little bit of extra detail to the show. It's not like they go to a bar; they go to Chili's where small right. business happens. Awesome right. blossom. Mm-hmm. I mean, awesome. It's funny you look at the look at season two. I'd say out of those first. 70 episodes the majority of them have food in some uh very important way throughout them be it uh like you said uh the dundies happening at the at the restaurant office olympics the trophies are the yogurt lids uh that's mm-hmm. a big deal uh the fire is started there's by an m&m a, eating contest the episode the, the fire olympics. started by a burned pita in the toaster mm-hmm. oven right. oh, i yeah. mean every, everything is related to and then and then you get the client uh, going to chili's as well um, not to mention hooters in the secret and then also um uh, Mike, Michael not being able to get Hooters uh, in Casino now. <laughs> Going straight into Christmas party, booze, cruise, the injury. Uh, there's food and drink right there all mm-hmm. the way throughout. Well, and I mean, it's one thing to like have food and drink. That's like part of the being human experience. Human. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it just adds, it adds a little bit of depth and color. And like, it's funny when it's specific, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's funny when it's a specific restaurant um, versus just a restaurant. Like it's funnier that, um, Michael takes Jim to Hooters for lunch instead of, you know, Cooper seafood or something like that. Right, like there's, right, right. there's an extra little detail that is, that is brought in by, by those kinds of choices, um, in the way that the show is written. Um, I just don't want to forget another Michael Moore is more food moment, mm-hmm. which is all the guacamole that he makes, um, when, for parties oh. that people never come to. I, I mean, that's his problem. Yeah. He makes them in such big quantities. Yeah. The, the, the food, I mean, you made a really good point, uh, earlier edwin of, of thank you <laughs> that that <laughs> that it's a way to it's a way to to get to know some characters quickly and even you know if you're doing like an icebreaker at a new job or whatever like often something about food will come up you know like your name where you're from and a favorite ice cream flavor so like that's a very common thing right um and and the show does this as well and honestly even in an office environment the times when you're eating and drinking are those times when you're taking a break from work usually um, it's the times when people are gathered to yeah, get drinks after work or someone's birthday, we're going to have some cake and so much on the office is those moments. Cause honestly, we, you can't really just have a show that shows people doing their office job all the time. So yeah. they, in that environment, you rely on these moments, uh, to get the characters mingling and get them doing something. What do you think about Survivor Man when Jim tries to pull all the birthdays together and celebrate birthday month yeah. in style and everyone has a perspective on what kind of cake they want or it's it's my birthday, I, I should be able to pick yeah. me likey fudgy the whale. Mushroom caps, <laughs> exactly. Me likey the ice cream cake. Um I and want then a cobbler. Michael... peach cobbler. Tell her it's for Creed. <laughs> She'll know what that means. <laughs> and then Michael kind of getting back into the office and being like, Oh, I tried that once. Didn't work out. Me there... the ice cream cake. Oh, um, early on, iconic as well. Large tuna. <laughs> large. <laughs> I mean, big tuna. The mm-hmm. name. What, what? The main thing that the Stanford branch knows Jim knows about Jim is he likes tuna. That's all they got. Big and, tuna. Uh, big that's, turkey. That's nicknamed for the entire series now, based off <laughs> tuna. <of> the <laughs> tuna. 
he had a tuna sandwich his first day for lunch. And then uh, think you think later on when Andy's like, hey, big tuna. It's like, I'm eating you. And then Angela comes over and kisses him while he's got, <laughs> while he's got the bite. <laughs> he swallows afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big tuna. Fantastic call out. One of the best uh, nicknames of the whole show. Tuna. Yeah. Large. Right tuna. now I need canned Have you tuna. Seen my cell phone <laughs> device. Spread too thin. Tuna carpaccio. You're probably sick of tuna. You got tuna every night. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a way. Bar beers buzzed. <laughs> Wings shots drunk. Waitresses hot. Football. Cornell Hofstra. Slaughter. Then quick nap at my place and we hit the tin sound. There you go. There's food and drink. Full lineup from Andy. I mean, in relation to, or maybe in opposition or comparison to to Andy, you have Dwight, um, who brings in these things from the farm. He's got the the beet vodka that he's made. Um, I mean, just pastry. Oh, yeah. The the beet is Mm -hmm. a symbol for Dwight. That is just, that is a very defining uh, food. Perhaps I mean, I, another, I, I'd say next to the stapler jello, uh, when you see office apparel out and about or everything, like all the office stuff that like Target sells, there's some so many Shroot Farms with the beat on mm-hmm. it. Like I have one of those shirts. Uh, I'm sure you all have been gifted <laughs> I was something say. with a beat on it. Uh, we, I, had, we had friends over for a Thanksgiving meal and one of them showed up on a sweatshirt with a beat on it. Mm-hmm. said Shroot Farms. I mean, it's, uh, it's very exportable. And it's something that the show never strays away from it's like beats come up all the time really <laughs> can i this is uh only kind of a plug for our patreon but in our patreon mailbag last week we had one of the crazier things i've ever heard in my entire life which was sean suggesting that borscht is kind of like chili oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe it's more like a stew okay? these are the kind of these are the kind of hot takes or rather cold takes that uh, you can expect on our Patreon. Uh, uh, well, speaking, I, yeah. I was just going to say, I am a fan of Beat. I am. I think I'm the only fan of Beat on this show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Okay. Correct. Yep. Correct. Um, <laughs> but you think about Dwight and uh, pastry cubes full of sugar and fat. No, thank you. I'll stick with my jerky. And just... <laughs> All the different foods that he brings in from Shrewd Farms, the goose that he wants to clean um, in Benihana Christmas, and all the food that he brings in in Dwight Christmas, including the hog mama, I the love blue vine. hog mama. Splitting <laughs> <laughs> the pig yeah. rib. Uh, it's just a part of Dwight's Pennsylvania Dutch character. The expired cans of food from his shelter. Oh, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of the, that's a, an amazing scene. Mm-hmm. Slurping just... down pickled okra. <laughs> It's such a oh, pickled okra. <laughs> that, uh, pickled okra is good. Is it really? In a Bloody Mary? Yeah. Is it good in a five-gallon quantity? <laughs> <laughs> I, no. I'd, I'd eat it. <laughs> it's nice to not have to plan your meals. Uh, but just think about the depth and the detail that it adds to Dwight's character. In addition to his farming background, in addition to his short sleeves, his... his Sales acumen and his yeah. role as a farmer, like all of that just had so much. Or all the 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 butter sculptures or the exotic meats that are made of goat. Like it just <laughs> adds so much to the uh to the person that is Dwight. Well, look at look at the main cast, like the central four players in the cast, right? You, you have they are completely represented by their food at all times. Like Michael 
Michael as a character is sugar. He's he he is a sugar crash. Like that is mm. Michael Scott. He is like loud and intense, and you always regret everything that happened. But in the moment, it was fun and crazy. <laughs> right. right? Michael and is candy. He is Dwight. Dwight is a hearty is, winter vegetable. Yeah, he's earthy. <laughs> he's like he is of the land, for the land, by the land. That is who mm-hmm. what he represents, and everything he does throughout the show uh, is that. And then right. Jim. Jim is a ham and cheese sandwich. Like he is a he is a B student. He is right down the middle. He is having a nice weekend in Philly. That is who he is. White bread, ham and cheese. Um, Pam is strawberry yogurt. Pam Pam, Pam goes Pam goes with the sandwich. Mixed berry. Something from her world, you know, some strawberry yogurt, perhaps. <laughs> but it, it's just it, it's. I mean, that is uh like food is food props up all the characters. Um, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. Well, and then Ryan, who's kind of included in that main cast, he thinks of himself as an F train to Brooklyn extra bitters. Right. Um, but in reality, he might be a bit more like the mojito. Or he's just his, yeah, his mom's recipe is what he is. Yeah. <laughs> his, his mom's pesto. Yeah. With a I mean, I think, you know, in addition to this idea of character development, one of the other sort of themes that I thought of is kind of like conduits for office parties. Like they bring them to people gather around food. Um, yes. The donuts for Michael's birthday, the C-shaped bagels for Charles's arrival, all yeah. the food that Michael creates for the or brings in for the um, the Stanford staff that he doesn't let um, the the Scranton staff have <laughs> yeah. um, the last meal, the last supper, the last lunch, what have you before the weight loss initiative. Like it brings people together um, in the conference room specifically in a unique way and tears them apart at times, mm-hmm. uh, sneaking in a cake, uh, perhaps. Or sneaking in a cheese cart. I don't like cake anymore. All I like is baklava. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done, Sean. Oh yeah, sneaking in the cheese cart. That's one of the one of the better. Oh, the cheese cart is yeah. (laughs) If I'd already used Andy's cheese uh, monologue (laughs) um, as an opener before, but it would have been for this one. Uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, when when you brought up this theme, Edwin, w- certainly what stands out is is the is that last meal before weight loss, the the cheese fondue fountain. Like I've seen those mm-hmm. with chocolate, but never never in che- with cheese in real life. I don't know. <laughs> I would that looks a little sus to me. But then uh, um, you get uh, I get Stan- you one for Christmas. <laughs> uh, you get Stanley taking some things home uh, to his family and then Dwight spraying everything with like bug spray or something like that. Oh, the insecticide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rough. Uh, uh, but uh, certainly also, um, yeah, the pizza party. Yeah. Pizza by Alfredo's that whole thing is, is such a huge, <laughs> um, the entire office can agree on one thing. Finally. Mm-hmm. Alfredo's which pizza is, cafe. And which I was just going to ask, just going to pop quiz Sean. <laughs> Uh, I never remember. It's totally fine, dude. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you mentioned the, to kind of go back to the parties. Uh, I mean, it, it, we mentioned all this stuff throughout, I mean, throughout season two, it's, it's constant. I mean, it, even ending with, with Michael's birthday and a surprising lack of, of focus on the food at casino night, I'd say, um, other than the drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's not really food there. Is there? I'm not. There I thought Hooters or? did cater it. Like Toby yeah, says, no, they, oh, you're we right, can't have right. the kids catered, there, but we don't really see it's it. catered by who Thank you. You're correct. He, they rejected the what right. Toby did not allow was the Boy Scouts to receive the check. Do, because do you want me to? Right. Do you want me to keep going? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, even going to like like cocktails, you know, is such a great 
change of pace in season three because you know, different location, whole different vibe. And this is where you know this is where we see Michael originally ask for Splenda when he's when he's drinking the fancy scotch, which then he mm-hmm. serves. He's, which he's drinking later uh, in two weeks, right? Like it, he he finds his drink. Um, yeah. His his manly drink is scotch with a little Splenda, which is yeah. the perfect Michael Scott thing. Um, well, and then also you get Michael bringing potato salad and right. then oh, yes. saying, I'm say sure that. it'll be catered. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, that's... And, and then Rachel just sets that little tub of potato right. salad that has been sitting in the sun yep. just out <laughs> in the middle of a tray. <laughs> On a hot dashboard for hours. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's a funny moment, too, in that it's like, you know, we it's it's another way to communicate to the audience like Michael is now where he doesn't belong. You know, he's he's uh, maybe at the office. That's how the parties work. Everyone brings in food or Angela brings all the food. Mm -hmm. Certainly it's never catered. Um, (laughs) So uh, I think that's a that's a great use of food to highlight that theme for the episode and the inverse i would say the inverse of that is in the convention where michael tries to take who he is to the convention and put on basically build a bar in his hotel room (laughs) girls gone wild (laughs) um and and try and like you know have this getting getting everyone super super drunk which is i think (laughs) one of michael's plays is this enough to get 15 people drunk or how did (laughs) like i mean yeah that is a lot of liquor. Um, we, we did our episode with our friends at Lady Justice uh, last year and uh, or sorry, earlier this year, I should say. And yeah. we did talk about drinking on the office, but sure I mean, did. it kind mm-hmm. of they kind of interact food and drink within the office. I'm thinking of, you know, Michael with his 15 bottles of vodka. Um, and it's just like, yeah, that's, that's it's kind of a way Michael thinks more is more. He needs to provide more alcohol, like more than enough um, mm-hmm. to get everyone to this state. He doesn't want anyone to have an excuse not to to not to be very very drunk. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. I think people probably like Michael a lot more when they're drunk and he's drunk. Mm-hmm. Hence, he needs that to happen. <laughs> um, but I mean, uh, from uh, cocktails, I mean Phyllis's wedding. I mean, throughout this entire, all the way through season three, uh, beach games has. I mean, we we could probably take a pause there and talk about the hot dog eating contest uh, is a very huge <laughs> moment, I would say, uh, within the show. Uh, have you have any of you ever participated or seen an eating contest? I mean, on TV, like the yeah. I mean, sorry, in person, in person. No, no, no. Not in per. Well, I mean, like I've seen things like it's not really an eating contest, but it's like a pie eating contest, and the way you win is actually by getting the. It's like usually like a marble or something in the right, right. You can't. Use it's like your not hands. actually. You like eat with it's your face. It's not actually first. about how much you right. eat. It's about yeah, the technique. Um, you know, oh, it's it, it. High in high school, there was milk chugging contests. I remember oh, that. Oh. <laughs> I actually kind of oh, remember that too. It, it always ended the same way <laughs> with the milk all over the floor, with the milk in the trash can after it's um, been inside of you. <laughs> You know, it's funny you mentioned hot dogs because the hot dog eating contest, because the hot dog is like a funny recurring thing on the office. And it's probably just a recurring thing because it's kind of a funny food. I mean, you think about I think you should leave. Oh, yeah. Hot dog car sketch. I think you should leave. Oh, I was thinking about (laughs) a hot dog up the sleeve. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, of course. But like it's you think about this moment with the hot dog eating contest. You think about Dwight coming in with the tray, uh, I think, for Gabe or no. for (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Or Scranton area hot dog. from No, no. Oh, I feel like it is uh, when he sets oh, them man, all on I the can't... floor. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Is it? I didn't. I thought it was for Gabe. I think it's for Gabe. Yeah. Um, because he's Computron. He's too busy being Computron. That's true. In the banker, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, Pam coming in with the Haya buddy hot dog note. Yeah, Karen ah. dresses the hot dog in that photo. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. One of them dresses a hot dog in that photo. Wow, uh, never thought about Michael in uh, in the search, asking them to throw away a hot dog into his mouth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just it just kind of recurs a lot. He doesn't go to a hot dog stand in New York, does he? No, he goes to he goes he to Sparrow. Sparrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. But uh, that's yeah. funny too, because that is I feel like the hot dog is it's more it's just a it's kind of a gimmicky staple of American cuisine that shows up in every show. Like there's, well, the, you can't, you can't go far without seeing a hot dog in this country. The hot dog is one of the funniest foods. It is Maybe funny. even funnier than a whipped cream pie, you know? Oh, way funnier. Pickles funny. Mm-hmm. Anything shaped like a ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> but not Banana. ding dongs. The Bananas, hostess cake. Cucumbers. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> okay. You mentioned pies. Pies are something that comes up quite a bit. Like you have Michael with the, uh, yes. the chicken pot mm. pie that he eats. You have Laverne's pie. Laverne's pie, tires fixed also. Um, <laughs> and the moment where Kevin tries to get Oscar to shove his pie in his face. Um, the, it, it, again, just kind of a recurring comedic food that pops up now and then through the office. We oh, uh, uh, Dwight with his cabbage pie. Then do oh, the cabbage pie. Oh, God. <laughs> no thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, 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 do I want to talk about dinner party at all? A little Asabuko. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Talk about food reflecting a character. Is, is there yeah. more Jan than that meal? My question to you guys: Asabuko that takes forever. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a theory that that Asabuko, after waiting all night for it, was still terrible. <laughs> oh nothing would be good. i can just imagine being like oh you know i don't use salt in in food it's you know very bad for you i don't know <laughs> right i don't like to be bloated at my own party so yeah, no pam yeah. i didn't salt toss buco <laughs> whoa <laughs> um i mean we did well yeah uh we didn't get oh geez, we skipped right over diwali as well it's great <laughs> Just getting people interacting with foods they don't normally have. You used your oh, hands. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you use right going through the going through the line. Again, that's perfect. What's vegetarian? It's all vegetarian. It's yeah. It's not. And at Angela, it's not like her, it's not even her really bringing foods. It's just how she reacts to foods is how we know her character, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and how she plans her office parties. You know, she doesn't. She keeps it pretty in bounds with all the food they have. Maybe a cupcake, you know, maybe a mm-hmm. maybe a little dessert, but that's mm-hmm. about it. It's got to be on theme with a Nutcracker Christmas. Yeah. Do you guys have a go-to uh, dessert or food you'd bring to a potluck? I mean, if I were to bring a dessert to a potluck, I would bring... Um... So it's called we in my family we call it bibinka. It's like a Filipino. It's it's sweet rice and coconut milk and brown sugar. Um, mm. In other parts of the Philippines, I think it's m- mostly known as biko. Um, but I would bring that. Oh, that sounds awesome! That sounds really mm-hmm. good. I don't make a lot of dessert, but if I was gonna, I'd I'd make a fine chocolate chip cookie. Classic. Make a like a make a. What makes it like, fine? I throw I throw a little extra stuff in there. Throw a little, throw a little 
caramel or toffee in there. Throw a little. Mm. So there's a place in Portland called Coquine that makes a chocolate chip cookie that's like it's probably got too much stuff in it to even call it a chocolate chip cookie anymore. But it's got almonds, caramel, and then it's topped with a smoke salt, which is mm. chef's kiss. Very good. So you would add things to a chocolate chip cookie, but not so many things that you couldn't call it a chocolate chip cookie anymore. Mm, yes. <laughs> there you go. Or cannolis. <laughs> <laughs> just or, or that what about you Alex? all right dude a dessert i don't i don't know i mean Anne, my, my wife makes very good pies uh so i usually just ride her coattails on it on the dessert but i'm i'm much more apt to bring an appetizer and i do enjoy bringing a uh like a, a dip that's you know the like a block of cream cheese and a pepper jelly mm. mm-hmm. love it it's good sturdy chips to cut through that um or I'll you so know, for your I'll, dessert you're bringing dip <laughs> I'm bringing cream cheese dip it's my dessert and you're gonna like it <laughs> I think you know to kind of bring it back to the office I think the other sort of big concept that I had found or that I kind of observed is that it's kind of a vehicle for jokes like Kevin with his chili um it's just kind of this big set piece he has this gigantic pot oh, that yeah. he has to spill on the floor um Michael's mayo and black olives, like just kind of these things that are Stop so extreme, it. so silly <laughs> that like they just kind of add this ridiculous element or this crazy over the top element to the show. Michael taking the cake out of the fridge. You'll learn, baby. You'll learn. You'll learn, baby. Oh, how about how many pizzas he orders for the launch party and then kidnaps mm-hmm. the, the delivery boy? Like, yeah, there's a there's a more is more moment. Just <laughs> Dwight pay for the pizzas. So. <laughs> I'll be reimbursed. Uh, <laughs> it's so many that he gets. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, that's that's his move. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even all the way to this, uh, uh, stealing sushi when they go to the actual. Oh, yeah. Uh, go to New York, go to the actual launch party. Um, that's sort of the main thing he has is to just steal the sushi. That's all he's got left yeah. is taking some food. <laughs> I mean, some I New mean, York sushi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I, I mean, when we think of uh, food. Food for jokes. Yeah, oh, definitely. Food for jokes. I mean, Kevin certainly comes to mind. The M&M's, the, the, the Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. Hello, my baby. Broccoli. Hello, baby. my darling. <laughs> Broccoli at the top of the show. Broccoli, yes. That's one of the greatest food moments. Mm-hmm. Or the, the Ultra Feast. Oh, um, that he has with Pam. I can mm-hmm. dig out in the name of ceremony. Mm-hmm. What's fancy piece? What's October? Not to piece? mention the uh the webisodes, Kevin Cook stuff in the office. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Kevin, you're such a gourmand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about D'Angelo grilling a marshmallow on the coffee maker? Yeah, that's oh, more <laughs> What am I doing? I don't even want those. Oh, eating the cakes. I had cake for lunch. Yeah. He throws no. it. <laughs> he leaves that chocolate handprint on the door yeah, on the door yeah. jam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, there's well, the so Clu- many. Clu- oh, yeah, Clu- uh, no, Clu- sombrero. is a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I I already mentioned it, of course, but my, how much Alfredo Michael eats carbo loading before fun run. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, the hot dog eating contest is 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 uh, played for comedy very well. Mm-hmm. Um. We could just you could just keep going on that forever. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean that that's that's kind of the thing. I think um especially as we go on later in the show, like food is just kind of this extreme thing. You think of the spread that Dwight brings for uh 
Dwight Christmas that ends with Daryl falling in the glue vine. Oh, um, it just becomes more and more and more and more. It's it's less of a like I think I'm like Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> it's less like this is what a character brings for lunch. Think of it in the Alliance when Jim is talking to Toby and Kevin about the bread from the deli. Their bread is very good versus like the way that food is just kind of portrayed later in the show. It's just not it's not even the same. It's night and day. Um, I also only eat local organic produce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or the amount of wine they drink in pool party. Uh, they, oh, there's yeah. just so much. Um, it becomes kind of this thing of excess as the show mm. kind of becomes, I think, comedically more broad um, versus this like totally strange sort of thing about Michael's character. It just kind of becomes this this vehicle for crazy jokes. Um, I, I mentioned this example already, but like it'll all be goat. Draft <laughs> yeah, burgers, hippo steaks. Um, it's just totally different from where they are early, where they are in the beginning of the show. Yeah. And they don't, um, they don't abandon, they don't abandon food as the primary way to introduce a character or get to know a character. I would say. Think about Gabe when Gabe comes in. Uh, I mean, we get his glee party when he's like he's he wants to entertain and have people over, and he's the whole thing is making these pizzas, right? We also mm-hmm. get you know his uh, this. I know how to use chopsticks <laughs> so well. Uh, uh, Nelly, Nelly eating the taco. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is a way we kind of get to know she's just clueless. She's got no idea what's going on. Yeah, Um, as reflected in this season's Great British Bake Off as well. Watching British (laughs) people deal with tacos. Yeah, tacos, tacos. Um, somebody said to us, I think like that's one of their cringe moments is watching Nelly eat the taco. It's tough. <laughs> Just pushing yeah. it it's tough, with the dude. finger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I think, I think too, like maybe I'm trying to think if there are more than multiple examples of this, but this is coming to me now. I think of the, uh, the popcorn and the dirty microwave note, like is, is something that people can argue about as well. Mm. Um, or you think about it smells like um, popcorn. Or it could be an object of debate or an object of conversation. Like you think about Ultra Feast and about mm. Pam and Kevin versus picking out in the name of ceremony. You think of the Finer Things Club and the fact that not everyone is allowed in the club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's like an element of uh being in or out when it comes to food. Oh, I do have that drop. You wanna eat cat food with Kevin and not go to the hospital? That's fancy feast. Ultra feast is something <laughs> they made up so they can pay out together in the name of ceremony. What is October feast? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe okay all right speaking of that think about at the end when elizabeth the stripper is performing at dwight's bachelor party and he's trying to owe order soup the heartiest soup and the onion loaf <laughs> right. we haven't even gotten bread yet uh food is often used as a prank you've been meatballed <laughs> oh yes how the meatball can't... sub is their worst or sandwich. The sub. <laughs> oh. uh, putting the fish, putting the fish in the vent. Yeah, um, up in the uh, vent mm. system. Um, uh, one one thing did come to mind too. Uh, I guess I don't know if it's a joke or what. It's one of the greatest cold opens in the show. Is the cheese puff opening, <laughs> throwing cheese puffs oh, into yeah. each other's mm. mouths oh, yeah. in the Michael Scott Paper Company arc. Mm. That makes me think of the shot of. The voiceover of Holly talking about Michael's animal magnetism when <laughs> Michael's just covered in cheese powder with a thousand yard stare. <laughs> you know, I think too, maybe maybe one other element to that is I'm thinking of how Michael talks about during the Michael Scott Paper Company time, he would have lunch with Pam and Ryan every day and he really loved it. And oh yeah. That's something that on one hand it is shown in the office quite a bit, but on the other hand, I feel like it's shown less often 
than maybe what happened in the actual environment. Like I'm sure that they eat lunch together almost every day. A lot of these people. Yeah. Um, right. But it's only shown. I mean, it's shown sometime for sure. But like you think about when it's shown in the kitchen, you think about when mm-hmm. it's shown in the break room. Um, it's just kind of a time when they can all be together. Um, they'll kind of have these conversations about all sorts of things. Think about um, in Spooked in season eight when they're talking about the man in black. Um, mm. You think about Michael's uh, Goodbye Michael, where he doesn't really eat lunch with them. He kind of just leaves them be. They they invite him in. Um, or when they're talking about celebrities crushes, celebrity crushes, and Toby chimes in with uh, what Johnny Depp, and then uh, Kevin. And they're like, oh, I was having a separate conversation with Kevin. Um, just like that little like that bonding over a meal that happens in the yeah. office as well. Yeah. Uh, how about I mean going back to season two, Michael trying to hang out with a cup of noodles. Talking about yeah. partying with jocks, sluts, professors, <laughs> loose chicks. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's in what email email surveillance. I want to say yeah, because mm-hmm. he's trying to like, party. He's trying to be yeah. That's right. He's trying to like be friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff b- brain food is what he calls a cup of noodles. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I think, we, I actually, think we... in that episode as well, Jim makes hot dogs on the grill. And then I thought of this as well. In Roy's wedding, he wanted to serve hot dogs. So oh. wherever you look. <laughs> and then when, when Daryl's grilling at garden party at the end, does he say hot hamburger dog or cheeseburger? Oh, hamburger or cheeseburger. That's right. He's not yeah. doing hot dogs. Mm-hmm. That's right. Basil. Um <laughs> Marmalade. We haven't talked marmalade. I I haven't talked about Robert California yet. He's probably Mm -hmm. got some weird tastes. Peculiar taste. Chicken piccata sauce on the side. He's 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 mainly wine and drink focused. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's kind of there's. I mean, there's it's. We sort of hit this point like it permeates so much of the office because it permeates so much of just being a human being, uh, sharing food, eating food. So of course it's on the show all the time. So Mm -hmm. you know it's it's almost a stretch to be like. Oh, this is how this show, like every single TV show I've ever watched, deals with food and drink constantly, all the time. Uh, but The Office is able to use it in a myriad of ways. From people can bond over it. Uh, there's a lot of comedy that derives from it. There's slapstick that comes from food. There's like wordplay. There's jokes. There's pranks. Everything. I mean, they mm-hmm. it's it's used in every possible way they can. What all is... the way to they use food to gauge whether or not Michael broke up with Donna because they prepare so much food for him, oh, and God. he reacts to it in such like a normal way that Pam yeah, has like to ask him wrong. straight out. Yeah. <laughs> what is a food? Uh, if you could pick one food from the office that you you would eat, what would it be? What's the one thing on the office that actually you're like that that looks good? I want that. I should have ordered that. What do you think? I yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm st- I'm still thinking. Sean, do you have one that's in your mind? I mean, like certainly, like uh, and and you know, this is simple, but I mean, watching the Benny Hanna episode makes me want some Benny Hanna's. <laughs> definitely good answer. Um, uh, I I mentioned it before, but there's something about an egg McMuffin's uh, oh, yeah. sausage sandwich that actually <laughs> does sound really good or that early in the morning, right as the sun. Is yeah. is rising only before oh. eight a.m. Can't is oh, it good? I see a cat coming up the stairs in the background there, Alex. Oh, what's that? Oh, <laughs> oh. hello out there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's my cat Walter. Hello, Queen Walter. <laughs> Just looming, looming in the back now. 
Uh, waking up to the smell of bacon does sound nice too. I'll say that. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm thinking of Daryl's lunch plate that has like a sandwich and a single chicken wing. Mm. <laughs> I, I I feel you. He's really enjoying that chicken wing. Mm-hmm. I I want you to take that same buffalo wing passion and apply it to lifting weights. <laughs> uh, maybe the I don't know. Two that come to mind for one me. Of the number egg one rolls the... on the search. <laughs> pretty good. Are they really that big? Um, <laughs> two that come to mind for me. Number one, the spread at Diwali. I bet that was amazing. Oh, um, yeah. And I also am thinking of the Jamaican food that is brought in by Brandon. Hope you all like goat. But that was amazing. That <laughs> yeah, was pretty yeah, good. I'm actually. sure it was. Curry goat. I bet that's. I bet that was probably one of the best Heck yeah. meals they had on the show. Uh uh, yeah, I don't have much else that actually <laughs> would be really, really good. Okay. I'm trying to think of Any... stuff that's in the office and not just like stuff they get at a restaurant, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, for Was sure. It cheap? For Is sure. it cheap? It's a yeah. cheap cop out. Okay. But... How about this? Are there any foods in the office that we didn't see or meals in the office that we didn't see that you would like to have seen? I can give you a couple examples. What did Dwight serve for dinner? To Jim and Pam when they stayed at Shrewd Farms, and number two, oh, that's good. what was the what was the meal spread at Dwight and Angela's wedding? That's great. I'll It'll give all one. be goat. I'd like to see. <laughs> I'd like to see Daryl's taco spread in his basement. <laughs> yeah, I like. What to kind see, of tacos does Daryl like? I'd like exactly. to see his taco night. Yeah, mm-hmm. heard about mm-hmm. it. Uh, I'd like he to makes see a good Al Pastor. I'd like to see Robert California's bacchanal uh, at his house with, you know, rubbing mutton grease on the walls. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Or the 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 Daryl pocket dial while he was eating spaghetti that led to the customer complaint. <laughs> oh, that's another thing I would that's I would good. actually eat. There's something about the to go pasta that they have in David Wallace's office that looks kind of good in the tin foil. <laughs> it oh, comes yeah. in the little foil round. I was like, I would eat that up in a second, dude. I'll yeah, tell go you ahead, some food. Up. Yeah, finish up. <laughs> I'll tell you some food that I would not want to eat is Pam and Roy's wedding meals that they have to eat oh, after the wedding God. is canceled. Chicken or fish. Oh, especially uh, the fish for months. Yeah, that's just just throw it away. <laughs> Tough stuff. Obviously, yeah. the mayonnaise and black olives. Not even Michael wants to eat that. He tries to. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, just the post Bob and Phyllis having sex food just kind of looks Ooh, feel, no makes me a little queasy yeah the mu- <laughs> something about eating mushrooms right after bone and like that is i think <laughs> deeply upsetting to me that is one of those perfectly written lines that is just it's the perfect Ooh. food they pick the perfect food there's something oh god <laughs> freedom fries for the table <laughs> <laughs> so gross some of that some of that stuff they're eating before weight loss too looks kind of plastic. Like the mac and cheese looks like the you know that really just yeah. terrible, yeah, terrible uh, mm-hmm. box mac and cheese stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mac and cheese is so easy to make really good mac and cheese that you shouldn't settle for, should never settle for bad mac and cheese. Although even bad but, mac and cheese is good. I was gonna say sometimes box mac and cheese is what you want. You know, it's true. You're right. Yeah, it's like sometimes a, it's, you want the blue box. Sometimes you want Annie's. Sometimes you know, it's yeah. true. So, yeah, I, or like when I'm sick, it's like no, I, I want Campbell's chicken soup. Like I just want basic out of the can mm-hmm. chicken noodle soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got you know I got sick here a couple of weeks ago and I couldn't find like chicken noodle soup at the store. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. that would make me sicker. Yeah, just feel worse. I'll have to mail you some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
Well, I guess, are there any other foods that we didn't touch on? Maybe a favorite food moment? I mean, there are so many, and I'm sure that people will uh, let us know about all the different ones we forgot. I'm thinking of, uh, of Michael and Jim at Hooters, where uh, Jim is good with the ham and cheese sandwich. Michael orders the chicken breast, holds the chicken, and then he follows up with the gourmet hot dog. <laughs> there it um, is again. Uh, Michael and Dwight steal the sushi and eat it on the hood of the car. Yeah. Um, God, there's just give me uh, some... give me Stanley using the pyramid pouch to hold pizza. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very, very good. That's very good. Thank, thank goodness we caught that one. Or Dwight um, eating his hard boiled eggs at his desk at my desk. Yeah, <laughs> really? And the noodles Niagara that Falls? Creed is eating <laughs> as everyone throws up. Niagara Falls, pregnant Sconesy, pork medallions, Sconesy cider. Pork. Yeah, yeah, uh, darn good. Uh, let this us is an know. episode that quickly changed into us just kind of listing food moments but uh, it is we, kind of a, it's an interesting topic we, that we wanted to talk about we, it. Said, we, we, call, we said there. it would happen at the top of yeah. the show yeah mm-hmm. we knew this was going to happen mm-hmm. um if if we missed any of your favorite food moments or you want to share what yours is uh, shoot us an email uh mspodcastcompany at gmail.com uh, let's take a quick break and meet back up in the conference room okay 20 minutes conference room everybody's in there All right, this week in the conference room, I wanted to talk about an article that has been making news lately about a French employee who was fired from his job for not participating in some after-work activities (laughs) and then sued that company for wrongful termination and won that suit for not being fun enough after work. Obviously, there's a lot of details that go into it, but um, he was initially fired for, it was called professional incompetence after he refused to participate in social activities with his colleagues. Um, you know, they talked about actually the details of this, but it's just a very what a unique headline that someone could be uh, wrongfully fired for not being fun enough or participating in enough active after work activities. So naturally, this kind of made me think of the office. Um, so just think about Michael firing someone for not being right. fun enough or not wanting right. to participate in after work activities. And then I guess who in the office is most likely um, to get fired for not um, participating in these kinds of after works events? Uh, Stanley, definitely Stanley. <laughs> um, Stanley or Jim? That the thing is, does Michael have Stanley the guts? doesn't even participate during the workday? <laughs> yeah, I don't think Michael has the guts to fire Stanley over there. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. And and the other the other person I would say is like Ryan, but I don't think Michael would ever fire Ryan. No, no, no. Ob- obviously, uh, for anything. I just think uh, of the lengths that Jim will go to to get out of a certain situation. He talks about how the baby gets him out of everything, about how he has to mm-hmm. take a picture and have a non sequitur. Mm-hmm. Um, You're so right. Jim, Jim was kind of up there for me as somebody who like is going to try to kind of weasel his way or sneak his way out of a out of an after work function. You know, um, I think I, th- I think you're right about Jim for for that main reason, which is Jim is does not have the ability or confidence to to do what Stanley would do, which is being like, no, thank you, I don't want to. He mm-hmm. would make up an excuse that could be provable that he made it up. Like Michael could look in his email or figure something out to be like, I know Jim lied to get out of this. He, I can prove it and I'm firing him because of it. Because mm-hmm. Jim yeah. wouldn't be able to just say no. Firing him for being a bad friend. Yes. <laughs> well, like. and yeah, just think about Michael having people turn down his drinks and being like, you are fired. Yeah. And then <laughs> clean having, out Yeah, just having everything <laughs> spiral out of a muck following yeah. that. Then Jan comes in, Michael, mm. did you fire someone because yeah. they weren't fun enough? Now we have to pay them severance. They're going to sue the company. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a funny, it's 
it, it like in relation to the office it definitely like you you think of that joke of like michael firing somebody but it's a it's kind of a sad boring dystopian fact of life right now i've heard this is a really popular thing with like you know some of the tech companies and and stuff like that that you're really expected to participate outside of work still and it's really grosses me out hmm. why can't your work be your work your friends be your friends <laughs> there you go employees be your employees employees be yeah. your employees mm-hmm. yeah uh that's uh yeah that is kind of a disturbing thing that happened but i i like you know you are you're beholden to your work hours and that should be it but i mean that's that's i i feel like this happens in every situation even even not in work stuff where it's like hey i'm expecting my friends to come to this thing that i'm throwing and if you don't it's like what the hell we're not like friends this, anymore. We're not friends anymore now. I'm firing <laughs> you as my friend. <laughs> it's just like this way you can have a lawsuit if mm-hmm. it's at work. But uh, I'm glad that they won. That's great. That is yeah. good. I bet That's a lot of coworkers good. were like jealous about that. Be like, I could have sued them for that. <laughs> I could have stayed home want, and like, I didn't want to go them. to that party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Ryan uh, staying up dancing all night with Robert California, Ryan and Gabe. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so leave. So leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. Awesome. Well. Uh. Thank you, Edwin. Uh. Let's. Uh. You're let's, welcome. <laughs> let's do some trivia. How about that? How about that? Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Okay, today's trivia comes to us from Kelly. Hey guys, I love the podcast. I love the Bob Vance drops, and they inspired (laughs) me to do this. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration Trivia. Enjoy. Kelly from Ohio. Ohio. (laughs) Okay, here we go, guys. What a pair of Marys. (laughs) Uh, Question number one, where did Bob Vance buy Phyllis her perfume? Orlando. Yeah, metropolitan. Uh, yeah, yeah, metropolitan, metropolitan Orlando. Yeah, uh, real pine. The, uh, what what was the perfume scent? Real <laughs> pine. Uh, at lunch with Jim and Pam, what score does Bob brag about scoring in bowling? Two ninety. Yeah, uh, two eighty. Two eighty. <sighs> two eighty. But after bragging, Phyllis calls you out. I love bringing up that one time. <laughs> <laughs> what score is uh, his his bad? score is it 65 70 70 uh during the crime during the crime aid auction which four people bid on phyllis's hug dwight bob bob david yes and oscar andy andy, andy. oh andy. Wait, i really yeah. need a hug <laughs> i really need a hug are you, are you gonna give me one <laughs> not okay. here Bob Vance makes his first appearance as a guest at what office function? It's a Christmas party in season two. That's right. At Cafe Disco. What line of work you in, Bob? (laughs) At Cafe Disco, Bob asks Dwight if he can steal his wife from him. What is Dwight's response? You can't steal what is legally your property. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Season two. What does Bob buy Phyllis for Valentine's Day? What are the things that we know he buys her? The giant teddy bear. Yeah. 
Flowers. Yep. Um, chocolates? Yeah, he gets ah. gets chocolates as well. Um, what, does, <laughs> what does Bob donate as a prize for the most chips for casino night? This beautiful mini fridge. Mini fridge. <laughs> That's right. Uh, on pretzel day, what and does winner Bob... and winner? <laughs> on pretzel day, what does Bob call Stanley and Michael for yelling at Phyllis not to ditch the line? Put Hit a it. pair of Marys. Yep. <laughs> we'll settle down, Scott. <laughs> Bill says that she is a Lutheran and Bob is a what? Unitarian. That's right. Keeps things spicy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In season seven costume contest, who does Bob dress up as? Oh, wow. That's a tough one. Oh, is it Jack Nicholson? Uh, no. He has the sunglasses and the suit. Yes. Blues Brother? No. No. It, it, is it someone from Reservoir Dogs? Like Harvey Keitel. Or sorry, Reservoir or Dogs. Uh, I've been watching that show. Sorry. Reservation, um, Reservation Dogs. There's going to be a lot of these. I feel like uh, he is uh, He is Dirty Harry. Oh, uh, yes. He's but dirty I feel Harry. like we could have gone. We could have listed a lot of people mm-hmm. in suits and sunglasses. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'll kill you. <laughs> while the women of the office hosted a shower for phyllis michael hosted a party for bob what time was the party oh it's between like 145 and 215 or something like that yeah bob has a window of time that is from 230 to 315 okay (laughs) (laughs) that's that's such an accurate window of time it's not even lunch it's not even his lunch break Yeah. yeah yeah that was a canceled meeting for sure yeah uh, in Blood Drive, who is Bob referring to when he says that jackass, that other jackass, and that new jackass? He means Michael Dwight and Andy. <laughs> Finally, what is the name of Bob's secretary who Phyllis thinks he is sleeping with? Jessica? Yes. Nice. Correct. It's another Jessica. It's, an, it's, it's Jessica, Jessica and Katie's and Kathy's. That's all there yeah, ever is. Yeah. Um, and one well, Pam on the street. Who's been known to bend the truth? Uh, <laughs> uh, Kelly, thank you so much for sending in that trivia. I think, uh, Edwin, you did pretty pretty well on that. Thank I feel you. Like Vance, you Vance, Vance, Revolution. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sean. <laughs> Alex, you were good support. Uh, <laughs> thank you. As always, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm Edwin's wingman on every trivia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to send us some trivia or let us know which foods we forgot about, email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. You can also give us a call, 503-694-9314. Leave us a message. We'd love to play them on the show. We're on Facebook and Instagram. we got a website, michaelscottpod.com, and we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. Join us, five bucks a month, become a Scott's Tot, get the bonus mailbag episodes, get the ad-free main feed episodes, get the ted lasso season two get the up and coming white lotus uh don't white miss lotus it christmas i'm it with the ending of the show i'm dreaming Anyways. of a white lotus christmas uh uh we also uh donate a portion of those funds to the third good marshall college fund so very special thanks to our to our scott's tots you guys support this show and, and keep us going and uh and we just we love you all so much special thanks to ryan lloyd who designs our artwork this oh, episode. wait, quick thing about Patreon. We're sitting right now at 419 
patrons. So we just wow. need one more. One person. more for the smoke doobies with my brother's special <laughs> award. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe we hit one more. We'll do that thing on Patreon, Sean, where we get really, really high and talk about I don't know it's what. It's been requested. Sean and Alex will eat garbage times. for your entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this episode was recorded over video chat. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us, uh, for spending some time with us while we talk about food and drink on The Office, while we hang out uh, and I'm just hungry. have a great time. I am so glad um, that we get to do this show every week or as, as often as we can. Uh, so just thank you for being with us through the journey. Um, you guys make it all possible, and we love you so much. Take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. You've been meatballed. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.